Ah, uh, it happened! It finally happened! <laughs> it finally end. happened! It finally happened! <laughs> We're here. We're alive. Uh, whoa, I'm, I'm more than alive. I'm fucking high. Oh my god. <laughs> The Spider-Man No Way Home official trailer released two days ago <laughs> when this is released. Welcome to Fan Speculation. I am CJ Palmasan along with my co-host, Vinny Carini, who is not with me currently. He's dealing with his own shit, but he's here. He's here to fucking talk about Spider-Man and that other guy who's screaming like me like a little girl all the way from Houston, Texas, driving his car, Andreas Palacaris. Welcome back. Hey guys, how's it going? He is so dedicated to be on here that he, he got out of work and he is on the podcast right now as we speak. Now that that is a true fan right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, as we said, we have Spider-Man No Way Home, the official trailer. We oh my god, we've been talking about this since the inception of this podcast, the theories, what's going to happen, what are we going to see in the trailer? What villains are we going to see? Are we going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? So many questions. So Any, many... Anybody who's listening to this or has a brain has seen that trailer already. So yeah. we have all of the villains confirmed. Yes. Don't mind the uh, the blowing and the noise, okay? That would be Andreas. He's he's, he's being dedicated, goddammit. No, that is me flatulating. <laughs> All so, so elegantly, too. Like, that was me flatuating. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so we got a lot to talk about here, fellas. Okay, so the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer officially dropped. Uh, and this whole event was going on out in Los Angeles. They announced that it was going to be ongoing at 5 o'clock Pacific time. And then we weren't sure if we were going to get that or not. So as far as the general public, but then we were going to get it like a few minutes later. Andreas, I'll go to you first because we were texting each other and FaceTiming each other and calling each other. What was your initial reaction when you finally saw the trailer? Oh, well, so the the initial reaction was, I I think Sony does this all the time. They do like a trailer to the trailer, right? There's like, there's like those action three or three or so action scenes in the beginning. And the first thing for me was seeing electro comic accurate yellow lightning going off mm-hmm. in this like industrial type vest that is so much better yeah. than that onesie blue shit that they had in the in the in the uh, Amazing Spider-Man film. Um, and then he looks like a tactical battery. Yes, yes, he is a fucking like high voltage yellow battery and i love when he gets charged up in those first few seconds you see that comic accurate like that that star mask but they didn't do the star mask that would look ridiculous on live screen but give it to marvel to figure out how to make something look you know a nod to the fans and a service to the fans without looking ridiculous so that that, yeah. that was awesome agreed Vinny, what did you think um i bugged <laughs> you bugged hard, aren't you? Yeah, I'm sure you did. Perfect. <laughs> it rose from the ground, dude. <laughs> oh. So we, it was so so highly anticipated. They did it perfectly. They didn't reveal too much. All they revealed was the villains. We have a lot of shots of of Jonah Jameson. Uh, 
it's great. They even threw a little bit of the comedy in there between, you know, the banter between Spider-Man and his Goonies and uh, and Doctor Strange. You know, they put they threw that in there. I like that Lizard got confirmed. <clears throat> yeah, uh, a lot of lot of uh, lines from William Dafoe in the trailer. Loved it. Very well done. I, I was just literally as we were, like I said before, Andreas and I were like talking to each other on the phone and FaceTiming while this is happening. Like I'm watching a live stream of someone else watching a live stream from the event from the Cosmic Culture uh, YouTube channel, and um, like. Literally, within minutes, like Andreas goes to me, he's like, "The trailer's on. The trailer's on Twitter. The trailer's on Twitter." I'm like, oh shit! At first, like, all right, I'll call you back. It's like, no, wait, wait, wait. We'll start it at the same time. Watch it at the same time. <laughs> we we literally, Andreas and I literally watched the trailer together, and we're both freaking out, nice. like, ah, ah, like, <laughs> and then we proceeded <laughs> to watch it on our. Um, I think you, I, Andreas, you went to go watch on your TV, right? Yeah, I, I think I think we were. We were we were moaning at different instances because I think oh, one Christ. of us, yeah, uh, <laughs> one of us was like a second ahead of the other, and it was like it, if I were moaning <laughs> a, a second and a half later, I heard CJ moaning over the phone. It was spectacular. Oh, <laughs> sounds like you guys had a very intimate moment. Yes, yes, we did. Oh my god, y- yes, w- there's so much happened in this trailer. I-, I would like to go back to the point of I love how Electro. Yes, he doesn't have uh, the silliness of that original mask he had in, in the comics, but they were able to give that nod of, yeah, this is what his mask looked like. When he charged up, it was it was so awesome. Um, let's just get into like the breakdown of this trailer. So the thing starts off, like you, like like Andrea said, with the breakdown of the, the, the highlights of the of what's going to happen. And we, the first thing we see is a very sad Peter Parker, Tom Holland, Peter Parker. Now, Tom Holland said recently in an interview that this movie is not going to be what you think it is. Uh, there's going to be some twists and turns. Um, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of, uh, of dark things happening. You know, things are going to happen to characters that we care about. And it's, absolutely, it's, it's clear as we see in the first shot that, He's uh, he's in for a real fight, you know. He's escaping from the cops with MJ. They go into the into the, into the tunnels, and then we quick uh, go over to Doctor Strange, who said, "When you botch that spell, wanting everyone to forget that you were Peter, uh, Peter Parker or Spider Man." Immediately, I'm like, he, "The kid doesn't know how to do magic, Strange. You do." Yeah. What What are absolutely. you smoking? What are you smoking? Well, he, I, I, he's supposed to be like conceited in a way. He is, but there there's this crazy theory that potentially the reason why Strange is doing this is because he's being controlled by the Scarlet Witch. Just just real quickly. Wow. He's being real, controlled? Yeah, that he's being controlled by the Scarlet Witch because remember, she her power does that, 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 that surpass, I should say, the Sorcerer Supreme and she could, and with the multiverse imploding, she is trying to find a reality where her kids did survive or her kids are alive or she had a family. So that could be possible. Um, we move on and we see that we, he says that we had visitors and those two visitors we saw were Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin and Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Vinny, I will go to you. How did you react seeing Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin? Oh, instant smile on my face was like seeing my childhood right in front of me. What'd you think of the, the suit of... 
because we saw leaks that <clears throat> that he you know he was gonna have goggles and a hood, which we did later see. Andreas actually pointed that out when we were talking last night. Um, he has his mask back, uh, and we were talking about this a little bit too. That what if there's two goblin variants? Uh, what do you think is this whole thing with uh, we're going on with Green Goblin here, Ben, where he's going through a costume change? Uh, you had mentioned something to me about have him having two different suits, uh, two different, uh, you know, yeah, during the movie, and, and I think yeah. that's the most realistic option. Because the uh, I I feel like that's the case because I think the the uh, the the Green Goblin like mask I think will probably get like destroyed in a fight or something. It'll get crushed, and that's why. Norman Osborn will have to use like he has that hood now and those gobble goggle gobbles. <laughs> it's almost Thanksgiving. Uh goggles where um you know Octavius had. And Octavius Doc Ock goes to Peter Parker's uh our Tom Holland Spider-Man and says that you're not Peter Parker. Now Andreas, I'll go to you for this. What was your reaction with that seeing there that now that uh Doc Ock is acknowledging that this Peter Parker is not his? Yeah. I- Oh wait, so I, I think I think when he says hello Peter in the in the first trailer, he uh, I think he only sees Spider Man with his with his with his mask on uh, when he puts on the Iron Spider suit, and then you see how uh, he has to take his mask off, and I, I guess I guess we'll get to this in the in the next bit, but he takes his mask off because he has to route the nanobots to his chest. Yes, because Doc Doc Ock hits his chest. Um, and the only reason why you would do that is if you didn't have the nanobots that you started with, i.e. Doc Ock takes them, and that's what we saw, like, those red scales on his on his arms. Um, but I think it's clear that this Doc Ock is from our Toby universe, and he's seeing Tom Holland and being like, hey, actually, you're not the, you're not the Peter Parker that I know, and there's probably going to be some banter in there of, like, what, what are you talking about? And Yeah. Yeah, and, and he sucks the nanotech from his suit. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like I've been theorizing this for the past uh, few months now, uh, or maybe the past few weeks rather. Seeing that you know Doc Ock with these red and goldish type of uh, type of uh, coloring in his arms, and it seems to be true that the nanotech I think is trying to protect Peter so that he wouldn't i think something along the lines so his head wouldn't get crushed but now with the nanotech is coming onto his arms and it appears because there is some kind of neural interface that has to do with the arms that we saw in the first uh, the second toby Maguire spider-man movie uh oh. there's a question of is doc ock doing this because he wants to uh is he are the arms controlling him because it's very strange to see. Uh, Vin, what would you say is kind of the motivation of Doc Ock right now in this movie with your seeing this trailer? Honestly, I have no fucking idea. But what I think might happen is that Alfred Molina turns into a good guy again because that happens. it happens at the end of the movie with Doc Ock and Tobey Maguire universe. Doesn't he become like a good guy at the end and he's he's kind of like he kind of like regrets his decisions? He does, and it's very it's very apparent that he was not in that final battle scene that we saw in the trailer. Um, we saw him fall down or something. We see Goblin, but um, yet we don't see Doc Ock. Uh, I, I feel like that's possible. I remember reading. So, yeah. I remember reading a leak that apparently that's kind of the thing with the Sinister Six, and that Sandman was kind of that character because he also again was another character who 
who didn't really have any problems with Spider-Man towards the end of the uh, Spider-Man three and Spider-Man forgave him for killing his uncle. So there's a lot going on there. Um, Yes. We also learned that these villains met their fate at the hand of Spider-Man. Now, not obviously Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but a Spider-Man. Um, we uh, and Doctor Strange and Tom, our Tom Holland Spider-Man is fighting. Now, Andreas, how do you think that will play out with this fight between Strange and Spider-Man? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of guilt that he has about Mysterio and and well, uh, well, he, he knows what 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 could have happened to him. So so he's thinking that these other villains died at. You know, not my hand, but the the, the Spider Man's hand, and uh, I love the scene of them talking. And um, Doctor Strange is like, "I'm sorry, kid," and he just you know flips the 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 key or whatever that box is. I so I'm not a hundred percent sure what that box is, but I guess that's whatever is containing them or not allowing them to like stay in this universe. And he's wanting to somehow get retribution for what happened to Mysterio because he's public enemy number one he's getting stuff thrown at him um which is why i think he has to change into the black and gold suit and 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 inverse it i think he gets like paint thrown at him from a leaked like trailer or something like that but um he just wants to do what's right and uh that's what he's thinking at this point that's very true because we did see the leaked footage that someone threw green paint on Spider-Man, I guess, because apparently we're supposed to be seeing Mysterio supporters as well, that they think Spider-Man is a bad person. Um, and you bring up the good point with the black with the black and gold suit. We actually see the, there's a leaked photo where it had a cell phone and duct tape to the black and gold suit. Now, a lot of people have pointed out that the black and gold suit is Spider-Man's like homecoming suit or his... Black, uh, red and black suit, the upgraded suit, taken inside out to, to for the reasons for the paint. I don't know. Maybe they've enhanced it to uh, so he can fight uh, Electro better. But we saw the magic come from Spider-Man's uh, arms as he was fighting Electro. And if you guys noticed, uh, Spider-Man is actually FaceTiming with MJ and Ned while they're trying to fight Mysterio. That's a detail I picked up on today. Now, hmm. we yes, we go further and we see Goblin uh, throw pumpkin bombs. And we also see a new Spider-Man suit where we have a, the gold lining of the Iron Spider suit almost mixed together with his upgraded suit. Now, Vin, we, we, saw, a, uh, we saw Aunt May running towards uh, that building and Happy Hogan sitting in a car with all these snipers going after him and the pumpkin yep. bomb. I mean, this movie is supposed to be dark. Do you think it's possible that maybe, that we're gonna lose somebody? Yeah, or or some I people. Think, I think anything's possible. Um, maybe. Well, may, the other may, two Spider Man, the other two Spider Man lose a love interest, right? Well, Peter Parr. I mean, Andrew Garfield loses uh, Gwen Stacy. That's about it. Uh-huh. But they both lose so, Uncle Ben. So maybe this, maybe Tom Holland loses Zendaya, and uh, he meets Gwen Stacy at some point. Some people are saying that, but she is on the the Statue of Liberty scene right there. She is there uh, as he's trying to go catch her. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking in this particular moment that I think Happy might die in that part of the movie. 
Think so? Yeah. I, 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 I told that to Michelle last night. I guarantee you Happy Hogan is the one that gets gets killed. Yeah. I, <laughs> because and, now, and that'll be like our Uncle Ben moment of the MCU. Like, that's a father figure for him that dies. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is another thing. You know, he's lost Tony Stark. He, I think... And I think that could come at at the point where he says, like, I can't do that. I can't do this on my own. I can't save everyone. And mm-hmm. we appears to be talking to Aunt May. Um, we also see how we hear Willem Dafoe speaking to Peter Parker, pretty much, pretty much telling him, like, yeah, you ain't got this, pal. This is this is not. <laughs> this is too big. This is too big for you. So. One thing I want to ask the both of you, and Vinny, I'll start with you. Who do you think is more likely the leader of this group? Is it, would, and I say it's between three contenders, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Electro. Who would you say is more likely out of the three to be like the leader of this, of this uh, villain group? Erase Electro from your mind. It's either Green Goblin or Alfred Molina, and it's going to be Alfred Molina. It's going to be Doc Ock. Very interesting. Considering how I think I think it was you saying that possibly he could be more of an ally to Peter Parker rather than a villain. Let's just say if Electro is is the the leader of this group, I'm going to be disappointed in the movie. I wouldn't necessarily say he's the the actual leader, but one thing I am thinking of is out of all the other villains, he is more contention to be a possible leader in this group rather than Sam Sandman or Lizard. Because of how little we saw them in the trailer, yeah, the villains we saw mostly. Uh, it, it has to be. It has to be Alfred Molina. What would you say, Andreas? Would, I'll take Electro out of the question. Would you say Doc Ock is more likely to be the vi- villain leader of this group, or more likely to be Defoe's Green Goblin? Uh, I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit and steal from Vinny's answer, but I, I think it's gonna start with Doc Ock. And then he's going to have that, like, retribution, like, you know, the, the sign of good. But the, the plan or, or whatever stuff has gone too deep that Green Goblin just takes the mantle as a leader and, and leads the final fight and tries to overtake the three Spider-Men. That's what I think. I'm thinking more or less Goblin has been the leader all along. I think he's been the leader all along, and he is really the one, I think, is driven by the revenge of... He's driven by the revenge of in, the hands were ended. His fate was ended by Spider-Man, even though it kind of was his own fault. Because um, I'm thinking, really, because you got to look at. There's really only two villains in this entire in this entire movie where they ended their their fate was ended by Spider-Man. That's Electro and Green Goblin, technically Green Goblin. Octavius had a redemption where like he wanted to go down as a hero. He didn't want to die a monster. Lizard went to prison, and Sandman, Tobey uh, Maguire, forgave him. So really, if anything, I think Defoe's Goblin is the the driving force of like this happened to me. I was just about to die by Spider Man. What makes you think that he can't do it to any of you? I think more likely yeah. that I think more likely that's the kind of thing because also I I just want to see Defoe lead this group. For a long time, I was saying Doc Op, but the more and more I, I say I I I, lo- I think about it, like it's got to be Defoe leading this group. He's so driven by hatred, and he's so so sick and twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, 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 I agree with Andreas's Andreas's idea. Okay, that 
Alfred Molina is going to lead, and then William Defoe is going to pick up the mantle. Just, but it, it's going to be the exact way CJ described Defoe's character. Like he's going to be fucking twisted. I think so too. He's a twisted character. I mean, the Green Goblin character is psychotic as it is. You know, yeah. and it, as we get towards the end of the trailer, we see Spider-Man going off against uh, Sandman, Electro, and Lizard. And we'll get into these little things later, uh, if you know what I'm talking about already. Um, you know, Spider-Man goes after them. He hits hits Sandman, and then Ned and MJ, uh, MJ are on a scaffolding to where they MJ's about to fall. And Spider-Man dives down to go save her. Prior to that, we see Doctor Strange saying, they're coming through and I can't stop them, where we've seen in a bigger thing of uh, of his spell, now turned purple. Yeah, what is that? That, apparently, purple in the MCU, is more or less taken towards dark magic, if you remember uh, mm-hmm. Dor- Dormammu and Doctor Strange, Agatha Harkness. Yeah, you're right. It's possible, but Andreas, where do you think this uh, this this purple magic is coming from? I uh, was, imagine it's, was, imagine it's an interstellar strange. Was it? Yeah, I, I don't I don't really I don't really know where it's coming from. I, I think that maybe this is happening in parallel to what happened in uh, the Loki series potentially. How in the background you see like the. There's some splitting in the sky, and there's like that 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 fluid, like multiversal thing going on. Um, what I don't know is who he's saying is coming through, and he can't stop it. Like the villains are already there, unless it's like more doppelgangers, like a second Green Goblin, or I, I don't know why he's so scared or why he's so worried about some other portal opening if everyone's already there attacking Spider-Man already, but. I have a th- I have a theory as to this, and I was saying this earlier to a coworker of mine, that I think it's possible that Tom Holland Spider Man does try and capture the villains and put them in the the this, this multiversal prison, this little box that Doctor Strange is carrying with him, and I think it's possible that Tom Holland Spider Man does catch most of them, but he doesn't catch all of them, and maybe it's already sent them back. To where they're coming back, or there are, or Andreas, like you said, more like doppelgangers, more more variants coming in, uh, different versions of the villains. Um, I also have, you know, may, maybe I've also read things of how Doctor Strange could be trying to hold this reality so much that he can't do anything to help our our Spider Man. Um, but we'll get into this real quickly. Overall, then I'll start with you. When you when you f- finished watching this trailer, was this enough to hold you over till December? Um, I think so. December is right around the corner. It's exactly uh, one month from today at the time of this recording. Andreas, what about you? Boom. Yeah, I think the I think it gave enough of the villains, um, and I'm glad that they didn't purposely show uh, i think there were some mistakes in the trailer but I- i'm glad they didn't purposely show the other spider-man i would rather wait for that for the theater personally 100 absolutely which goes into our next portion of this podcast about the trailer there are mm. some editing mistakes <laughs> oh, before we before we get into the segment uh, my time has my time has expired gentlemen 
Oh, Jesus, Finn. All right. I want to get your, your take on this, though, real quickly. Okay, I'm ready. On these two takes. The one, I'll start with the lizard getting punched by nothing. Yes. That, that, that Just that scene there and that final scene where Spider-Man is fighting these three villains. You re- you rewatch the trailer and, and that's that that actually happens. It was in the Brazilian version of the trailer. Someone made a mistake in the editing. Really? Yes. It looks like Blizzard is getting punched by somebody, but no one's there. Right. You'd have to assume that's in the Spider-Man, wouldn't you? You really think? Yeah, I guess. I guess they fucking edited everything. You know, they edit everything. Well, they. Edited I hope everything. that's the case, dude. I hope so. Well, they did everything poorly. Anyway, Ben, we appreciate you being on for the time that you can give us. You'll see me yes, next yes, week, yes. and Andreas and I will hold the fort for the rest of the podcast. Absolutely. This is Captain Vince Carini signing out. Later, Vinny. See you, Ben. Bye-bye. And then there were two. And then there were two. All right. So, Andreas, yeah, we uh, th- that's the other thing. So we talked about just this very briefly that in that final shot, or that that maybe that money shot rather, of Tom Holland Spider Man going after these villains of Sandman, Electro, and Lizard, it doesn't really add up with what's going on. Like obviously Tom Holland Spider Man is going after Sandman. Sure, Electro could look like he's going after him, but he's too a little too high up. And Lizard, what the hell is he doing? He, he's <laughs> he's I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, he's I know. Yeah, he's. You can tell that they're they're not converging towards like one person. That they're they're going their three separate parallel paths. And and I agree, Lizard is nowhere close. He's at least like a hundred feet below Tom Holland. Um, so it's definitely like a money shot that was heavily edited. You know, like the 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 Hulk and Infinity War and Wakanda kind of stuff. Like yeah, you know, but Hulker, that's. Hulk that's, was never in an Infinity War, but no, he wasn't. Anyway. Yeah, and, and that's a thing. Like it's trailer trickery once again. I I don't think this is that is the scene we will see in the movie. I mean, it's the perfect angle to have one Spider-Man up top, one in the middle, and then one on the bottom. And which Spider-Man that is, I don't think necessarily matters. Either one could be Andrew Garfield up up on top or on the bottom, considering he had history with both of those villains. Um, right. I feel like maybe they'd want to put Toby on top. As a yeah, leader. just as like the yeah, as the first, you know, because um, they're gonna, because of, and also Andrew, uh, Jamie Fox Electro, they're going to be looking at that. They're going to be looking at him and looking at just that scene. Because I was talking to a coworker of mine who isn't really a superhero fan, but I mentioned to her that Jamie Fox is in the movie. She's like, "Oh my god, Jamie Fox in the movie!" Like, "Yep, Jamie Fox." So he is a star to draw to that, and Tom, uh, Toby McGuire, obviously. Harold as the best live action Spider-Man, but that's a debate for another day. <laughs> no, for sure. And did you also see so there's the there's the invisible punch on Lizard, mm-hmm. but then there's also like a still that was circulating Twitter about um uh what looks like Tom Holland Spider-Man swinging through like the scaffolding um yes, as he's going to get to that. Punch. As he's getting blasted, and it, the eyes, like whoever paused this, the the trailer, the eyes don't look like his retractable eyes. They look like bigger, like cloth, like fixed eyes. Yes, that is exactly what I was going to get into. Very good, very very good. You're natural at this kind of shit, dude. I I read my Twitter. 
<laughs> so yes, um, that is the next thing. That is the other big thing that a lot of people pointed out on Twitter is that when Spider-Man, what appears to be Tom Holland Spider-Man, is swinging through the scaffolding, it's his suit, but the eyes are not his eyes. They look like either Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield's eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not those, you know, that go retractable lens eye. Mm-mm. I would say given the size that they look more like Toby's. Um, Andrews in the second Amazing Spider-Man movie got a lot bigger than Toby's in all three of his movies. Um I mean, one has to ask are Sony geniuses with us trying to think about this kind of stuff? Or are they just that stupid from people are pointing this out? I, I think this is smart. I think this is smart, like, marketing to make people, like, hyped up about something. I mean, there's no way that, you know, you're a multi, what, billion b- between Sony and Marvel. Like, you have to have people, like, looking at this stuff and reviewing it. You know, there's no way that you just make this these kind of mistakes. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, this is this is done purposely to get people riled up and excited. Um, that, that's my personal opinion. Um, it's just free marketing for them. I would have to agree too, because at this point, it's like this is how so much of this hype from this movie has been around. And I also put on uh, our our Twitter page at Fan Speculation on Twitter that. This is the most anticipated movie of all time. If you do not think so, you're kidding yourself. I and I've been, com- I've been commenting on a bunch on the Cosmic Wonder and Cosmic Cultures YouTube channels because they're giving away a Spider-Man figurine that I'm trying to fucking win uh, just by commenting on videos. And I said something to the same thing in one of their videos, and someone replies to me and says, definitely one of the most anticipated, but not the most anticipated. I'm like, well, which one is? And the person never responded. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fair. It's like what I mean, I guess the the other movie that that person could be thinking of is uh what do you call it? Endgame, but I, I I'm trying to I, think I of think something that's more mystery and more, you know, following than than Endgame in my opinion. I mean, I think I'm trying to think of other movies that are not superhero movies. Like maybe maybe a Star Wars movie if anything. Maybe that. But right. I think there's more hype in this than anything else. Like, like if they were coming out with a Star Wars movie where they were getting young Anakin Skywalker, young Luke Skywalker, and, I don't know, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo when he was a good guy, going into this alternate dimension to fight Palpatine, then maybe... <laughs> I, 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 but I don't know. I just, I just don't think that there is any other movie that has had the hype that's not a Marvel movie like this. Like again, like you said, Endgame is the only other movie that, or Infinity War that I can think of that has this monumental hype of of people want to see this movie so badly. Um, exactly my point. So, what is is there anything that maybe? Maybe I missed that you caught on to because there's actually a few things that you you text me once in a while and the podcast happened. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't notice that. So, uh, well, there's there's not much that you missed that I pick up on, but the the one thing that I saw on Twitter uh, when Aunt May is running, there's something green in her hand. Yes, like 
like a green vial. Like I don't know if that's um, I don't know if that's the Osborne serum or do, do you know what color the serum or whatever crap that the lizard put in? in was that also green? I, I can't remember, but that she I has, don't recall. She has a green cylindrical like capsule or vial thing. I mean, some people have also pointed out that it could be some kind of detonator to a pumpkin bomb or a pumpkin, oh, pumpkin bomb itself. Yeah. I, uh, that's what I'm possibly thinking that it, what it could be. The one thing I did, we didn't get to talk about with Vinny before he had to go was, uh, you know, there could be a good amount of people who could die. We talked about Aunt May and, and happy. Um, do, do you think uh, could die in this movie, Andreas? Uh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's primarily going to be happy. I mean, that would be poetic in a way because that would that that's like kind of like the last thing that's hanging over Peter in terms of like Tony Stark, right? That whole like Tony Stark umbrella. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if Happy goes, you know, then he's truly on his own. Um, you know, in in terms of in terms of that, because I, I I kind of agree with some fans. Uh, some people think that you know they just want to see Spider Man on his own already. Like we had Spider Man, Spider Man. One was with Tony. Then um, Homecoming, uh, Far From Home, was Mysterio acting like a father or like mentor figure. And then now this movie is like Doctor Strange. It's like, can't we just get Tom Holland? <laughs> just Tom Holland, just Spider Man. You know. So I think letting Happy go um, is would would kind of make him maybe just be on his own more for future films or future you know spinoffs or whatnot i'm thinking a lot of people are gonna have to die to really to really hammer home that spider-man because spider-man is a character who is driven by grief and you know by the death of his loved ones he's he's been through a lot of shit and that's what makes him such a great character and that's what makes him so strong um i do agree and i think happy is probably going to die in this movie and you know to real that's why like I think that's Aunt May who's talking to him with like you know patting his chest like I like I can't do this I can't save everyone and I'm I think that's probably right after Happy dies um other people that we could possibly see uh MJ possibly could die too uh I I, I yeah I, I think I, and you know we we got into a lot of spoilers so I don't want to spoil like a potential theory but um, one theory is that uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, you know, out of out of uh, you know to you know he he failed Gwen by not being able to save her. I think Andrew at the last minute. I think Tom Holland tries to catch her. MJ, right? He's so close, like the trailer sees, and then something happens where. A, a, a villain attacks Tom Holland Spider-Man, or or something goes wrong. And he thinks, and we all think in the theater that, oh crap, MJ's gonna die. And then, out of nowhere, woof, you know, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man kind of picks her up, and, and that's kind of like his moment of, you know, being able to save somebody that A. Peter Parker loves. I've read about that, too. Um, I'm not so sure how I feel about it, Consider, sure, it would be a nice little redemption arc for Andrew Garfield saving somebody that you know, so that another Spider-Man's loved one isn't gone. Um, 
one thing that we I forgot to mention before with the editing of the trailer, I don't know if you caught 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 this, but in a split second when MJ is about to fall off of the off the scaffolding, there is poorly edited. You could see a shoulder into an arm, which a lot of people are saying is Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. Wait, really? I did not. Yes. I did not see this. Yes, it's very, very quick, but you can almost see an, a shoulder going into an arm where like someone else is trying to grab MJ along with Ned, and people are saying that could be in, most likely Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Um, I don't know if I would... It would be nice, but that kind of goes to your point, too, where everyone's kind of just like, can't this Spider-Man do something on his own? Why does he need this person? Why does he need this person? I, if it would come to that, I would like it if Tom Holland Spider-Man could save MJ on his own. But at the same time, I probably wouldn't mind, in seeing that moment in the theater, I probably wouldn't mind Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man doing that. Um, yeah. The other thing that possibly people have said, what if one of the Spider-Men die themselves? What if Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire Spider-Man dies? Oof. I think out of the two, it would most likely be Toby. Yeah, I, 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 I really, I really hope they. It, it, if it is Toby, and I think I know why it would be Toby. Maybe that whole theory of Toby being like the doppelganger Uncle Ben kind of person or arc, because uh, he's older now, right? Like he would pull that off. Because <laughs> Aunt, Aunt May is not that old. I mean, she's probably like what in her forties, and so. Um, yeah, if, Toby, if Toby, there were Toby Maguire, sorry, Toby Maguire is forty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that would make. I mean, so the age kind of realm would would kind of make sense there. Um, so yeah, I, I would agree. If they, if they were to kill off a Spider Man, it would be Toby just to have like that, you know, uh, that that arc there. But um, real, I, I really hope they don't. But real kick in the dick. Yeah, kicking a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking out of all of the spider man Toby would probably be most likely to die. Um, but there's just again, there's just been so much to unravel in this in this trailer. Majority of this podcast has been this trailer. Um, I would say uh, another thing I've heard is that apparently I've heard mixed reports about how long the spider man are going to be in this movie. Uh, that you know, apparently that that people are saying, oh. Well, they're probably going to come at the very end of the um, uh, at the the very end <clears throat> of the uh, of the of the movie, the last half hour of it. Um, I would want a little more than just a half hour, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I I, I did hear about that too. Um, I, I would like more than a half hour. Uh, maybe maybe forty five minutes is like a good kind of time but uh, i i would have put it past 45 minutes uh, i i think if it's a two and a half hour film i think an hour at least an hour and a half deserves to be you know just tom holland and and him trying to figure this out and then you know at the at the end it's kind of like he, he gets the support that he needs but um i would think so too uh, i would i would agree in saying that i think half hours i don't think is enough i would want 40 45 minutes I would I wouldn't even mind Andrew Garfield's Spider Man being in the movie with him for a while, and then Tobey Maguire's Spider Man comes into play. Uh, right, because, because we've heard. I mean, half hour would make sense in the way that 
Toby McGuire apparently due to rumors and reports saying that he was asking for a lot of money and he wasn't around for a whole lot of the filming and the shooting. So it would make sense as far as that backstory. Um, but I would just love to see more. I mean, that I mean, that half hour could could feel like an hour given everything that's that's probably going to happen in this movie. Yeah. I, yeah, no, for sure. I, but I just want to see more of these guys interact with each other. You know, this is this is building to something that us as kids, like you and me, and anyone else around our age, just like you know, we grew up watching these Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, and then you and I actually went to the midnight premiere of the um, was it the first Spider-Man movie or was it the second one for Andrew Garfield? I think it was the first. Oh d- yeah, shit. Yeah, we did. It was the uh, first because I graduated high school and you were already you were already in college and we went. I yes, remember. I remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw the second one too together. And like, well, that sucked. Yeah, no, the, the <laughs> second one. We don't have to talk about the second one. For example, no. I don't know if you know, and um, I'm not sure if the sale is still out. I forgot to text you yesterday, but they were selling on Amazon uh, ten dollar. Uh, 4K movies for like the like like Spider Man like the I actually the, um... I actually did do that yesterday. I bought um a set. It's the individuals, but together of the first three Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies in Blu-ray, and I already have the Amazing Spider Man in Blu-ray, so I I bought the the Amazing Spider Man two for eight bucks. It's eight bucks. I don't mind it. I yeah. I want to watch it to kind of catch up as to where Andrew Garfield Spider Man left off, even though the movie sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I, I dug up. I dug up. Um, apparently, I had the Blu-ray set of the original Tobey Maguire. Oh wow! Um, and uh, and Michelle and I got through most of the first, most of the Green Goblin, the the first movie last night. We're gonna watch all of them uh, up to the up to the new movie. Um, but but no. Um, the the point where I'm saying is that I don't I don't have the second one and even if I do get the second one I'm gonna get like the five dollar DVD. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I didn't. I, I, I'm not spending more than like six bucks on that thing. So I didn't um, eight dollars. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, like, it, eight's fine. Eight's good. Yeah, it was like it's not that great of a movie, and it's it's fine. The, I mean, I think you and I talked like the best thing about that movie is just the scene of where Gwen Stacy dies. About it. Yeah, yeah, it's comic accurate. Yeah, yeah. Um, majority of this thing has been about this about this trailer, but um, yes. What what are some things that you really want to see in this in this movie, Andreas? When we see it in December. Uh, 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 what's something I really want to see? I want to see a sixth villain, like surprise villain. Um. That's why I, I want to see. Okay, so top top two. I want to see us us because I don't think Sony and Marvel have gone come all this way to get a, give us a sinister five. <laughs> there, there there has to be a six villain. It, I, I hope it's either Mysterio or Vulture. Uh, I think both of those were fantastic. Yeah, um, And the second thing, I just want to like you know I don't know if that's that action shot where where they have. Um, the lizard and Sandman and, and, and Electro, but just one like good, like frame action shot of all three Spider-Man swinging or doing something. And it's like this epic thing that kids can put on their, 
wallpapers on their phones and you know like cuz or or me <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah yeah that's my top two a, a sinister 6 and just really good fight scenes and and action shots of the three Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, for sure. And uh just a buddy of mine texting me right now like showing me the leaks and footage from the trailer because the the leaks that we saw from Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were on the scaffolding on this this building type thing, so this presumably is the final scene. I would love to see the three Spider-Man interact together more as much as they can. Not to obviously I don't want this to be about all three of them. I still think Tom Holland Spider-Man should have a big big struggle in this movie. I do want it to be very dark. I want him to struggle. I want him to. I want. I want to see this kid cry. Uh, <laughs> I want. I, I want. But I want as for Spider-Man, this Spider-Man to finally like, to finally, you know, become Spider-Man. Whereas Joe Stanziali, a former guest and good buddy of mine in this podcast, has said like, you know, I love him as Tom Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but I'm tired of seeing Spider-Boy and I want to see Spider-Man because he's a he's still a kid. And some of the most best adventures we've seen Spider-Man in the comics are him as an adult. And that's why these stories can go on and on and on and on. I would like to see a sixth member of the Sinister Six. Um, I think the most logical one would probably be Vulture, considering we don't, yeah. know, we don't know if Mysterio's alive. Venom is now in the MCU, but I think him just being the most the random member of the Sinister Six would would not make any sense to me. Why does Spider? Why does Venom suddenly all of, all of a sudden hate Spider Man? What is he? Yeah, no. Even even if he is buys into the Daily Bugle shit of J. Jonah Jameson's, uh, you know, Alex Jones type broadcast, is he really going to try and kill Peter Parker over this? You know, do some no, fact, I, do some facts checking, Eddie. Yeah, I think it's an after. I think it's a post credit scene. If anything, yeah, um, that's what I think too. Yeah, or. You know, maybe a nod, like you know, in the background of like a coffee shop, you see reports of like a, a giant dark figure appearing, you know, somewhere. Or I, I, I don't know, like you know, maybe it's, maybe there's nods of it during the film, but I don't think he shows up. Um, but but yeah, I, I also um, they tease at a at Scorpion right after the first movie. I guess we're never going to see that. Scor- I mean, Matt Gar- Matt Gargan. Matt Gargan is in the MCU. He was on the boat in the first Spider-Man right. Tom Holland movie, and he was at the uh, post-credit scene. At the scene, prison. The yeah. prison, you know. Um, so he is there in the MCU. I'm sure he'll be back at some point, but I don't think he'll be a part of this movie. Um, yeah. yeah. Not enough context for the character. Like, you know, where is he going to... How is he, A, going to break out of prison and, B, get a high-tech scorpion suit? <laughs> like, you know? I mean, it's more likely, because one thing we see with the Morbius trailer is that Adrian Toomes' vulture, uh, Michael Keaton, yeah, uh, I saw that. he's still in the same jumpsuit in the trailer as he was at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. So yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking not only does this spell, I've said it on the podcast before, not only does this spell bring people in, but also takes people out and swaps them. So yeah, probably. Yeah, so it's possible that some characters might be swapped in and out of these uh, these universes, and maybe some other characters from the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield universes come in. Uh, you know, considering we did see Rhino and Venom, uh, Venom, uh, 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 Black Black Cat being referenced in Morbius. Uh, we talked right. about Morbius previously, but overall, I think to me this is a perfect holdover until December. Uh, yeah, 
I think somehow more leaks are going to come out <laughs> out of all of this. <laughs> so somehow, even though we feel like it's like this is it of all the leaks and the hype, but but I still think more is going to come out. Um, well, speaking of leaks, doesn't doesn't this movie come out? Uh, I saw something on Twitter. It comes out in the UK earlier. I think it than does. The US. I think it might December fifteenth. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so I mean that's that's BS because <laughs> all those British folk are going to be spoiling it on Twitter. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I, I, then I'm going to have to stay off my phone for an entire fucking week. Then. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus I, Christ! I, I, I think I, I don't think uh, I think it comes out two days prior um, is what I saw on Twitter, and then uh, tickets go on sale on they're calling it what Spider Spider Monday. Spider on, Monday. On the yeah, it's the Spider Monday, Monday. Monday after Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone's server, everyone's, the Fandango is going to crash. Oh, God, everybody's <laughs> everybody's going to crash. Everybody's going to crash. They're not going to be prepared for this shit. Anyway, uh, we talked we talk so much about the trailer. The last uh, few minutes of this podcast, uh, we want to talk about another character seemingly showing up in this movie. Uh, a Daredevil series appears to be in the works in Marvel. Yes, yes. Andreas, you're the one who actually sent me about this. Why don't you tell everybody about, about this? So, I mean, full disclosure, I only saw a, a, a screenshot from IGN <laughs> and then <laughs> sent it to you. But uh, so for my little little to no knowledge, um, I, I think if they brought back Daredevil, that, that was such a great series. Out of, oh my God, out of so Jessica good. Jones, um, Luke Cage, I, I think uh, the, the, it's tied between Daredevil and um, Punisher. For like my two favorite like Netflix Marvel series, so those are the correct. The, the fact that they canned it, and <laughs> and they probably canned it because of the Disney Plus thing coming up, and and, and they yeah, wanted to that's exactly why, new, you know. But um, man, such such a great actor, Charlie Cox as uh, Daredevil. Um, he has the grit, he has the realism of the character. So I'm just happy that a they're introducing him into the mcu by being uh parker's lawyer uh potentially in this film mm-hmm. and then uh announcing a, a tv series I, I think uh it's good to continue the tv series but i would like him to get his own like you know feature in a in a in a in an mcu film i would too i'm thinking that uh apparently daniel rpk uh was reporting on it that there he, he just literally put up a twitch uh, pitter on the Picture on Twitter, if I can speak tonight, uh, it just said, fuck it. And it says Marvel Studios uh, Daredevil in production. I'm like, oh, shit. So that's very exciting. Charlie Cox, uh, again, like this is like before we had all these Disney Plus series, like those were the OG shows, the Punisher, Daredevil, that's just so, so good. I would love it if they could do a continuation of what happened at the end of season three because when I finished season three of Daredevil, I wanted more, and I knew I wasn't getting more because by the time I watched that third season, the, the show had long since been canceled. But we have new shows coming to Disney Plus soon. So let's go into these things real quickly. We're going to be getting uh, Agatha House of Hartness. I, uh, I think that's the biggest out of all these shows, uh, one of the biggest. Um, obviously, we've both seen WandaVision. How do you feel about Agatha uh, getting her own show? Agatha, oh, la, la. Um, <laughs> I think I think Agatha Harkness is going to be a great series. Uh, it was a fantastic actress, and and everyone loved that that villain and that character. 
Um, the TV series that I'm more excited about, I think I saw the thumbnail for it, was Secret Invasion. Oh, my That's God. That's going to be nuts. That's going to be nuts. Nick Fury with the gray beard, no eye patch. He no eye patch. so badass. Ow natural. Ow someone, natural. Someone, uh, I saw it on Twitter, replying to something from Marvel about Sam Jackson, and they just put uh, as a caption of the picture of him in that Secret Invasion shot, staring motherfuckerly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Secret Invasion it also got a new uh, coloring scheme to the title. It looks more like the scrolls. Uh, yeah, that, that is a an excellent comic. If you're not familiar with, for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, uh, the Secret Invasion comic was based uh, not too long, I think, after the Civil War comic because Bucky Barnes is actually Captain America in the comic book, and pretty much what it is is that heroes are finding out that a lot of their superhero friends are scrolls. The comic opens up with Elektra dead as a scroll. So it won't go into the extent of the comics because that had just about every hero you could think of. But it should right. be very interesting. I think we're going to be a lot of characters that we've seen throughout the years have been scrolls all along. I think one theory I have is that I think Maria Hill uh, we we saw that she ended up being a scroll in the Far From Home. But I think that that woman, Talos' wife, I can't remember the, the, the scroll's name, I think Maria Hill has been a scroll all along. I, th- I think Maria Hill was probably an agent who died years and years ago. And well, th- this scroll just took up her, her identity to fit into the world. Because the, the scrolls have to take the identity of... Of someone that has already existed, if I am not, not mistaken. Yeah, they, they have to look at them and like image. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a. I haven't heard that theory yet. And that's that's not, a good. I'm thinking Maria Hill has been a scroll along. I think she died a long time ago, and she's just scroll all along. Scroll all. Along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other series that we are getting uh, is She Hulk. She Hulk looks really really cool here. Um, we we've Moon seen. Knight. Yes, and Moon Knight. Um, mm. If you want to talk about Moon Knight for a week first, we can talk about Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac coming in as Moon Knight. Uh, just just beating the living shit out of people. Having yeah. the worst type of uh, multiple personality syndrome and short and long-term memory. <laughs> yeah, and comic-accurate costume. I mean, Marvel's just... Oh, all this comic-accurate. The, the, the Electro mask, the Moon Knight costume. It's like, they're just... Hitting on the money with all this stuff. Absolutely. The the, the Falcon and the 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 Captain America. Um, what's his name? Sam oh, Wilson's. Sam Wilson's Captain America. Oh, his like, oh my god, it's so comic accurate. I love his very suit. comic accurate. And then She Hulk. Um, I, I haven't read a, a lot about She Hulk yet, but I, I I saw on Twitter just some images about people being confused about the timeline because you see uh, Bruce Banner's Hulk. But he's, you know, but but then in in, in other mo- in the in the latest movie and Shang Chi, uh, he's he's not Professor Hulk anymore. He's just regular, you know, Bruce Banner. So I'm a little confused about these timelines that are going on. Uh, that is that. something a lot of people are very confused about as well. Because for those of you who did see Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings, the after credit scene did see uh, uh, Shang Chi, Wong. Uh, Katie, I believe Aquafina's character's name was, um, and then Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner, uh, not Professor Hulk, but Bruce Banner talking about the Ten Rings, 
and there's like a beacon being called. You know, they called Banner and and Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel deals with a lot of cosmic stuff. Banner's like, this is like, do you think you said like over a thousand, two thousand years, well, however long it was? They're much older than that, and they're not even anything cosmic. So, but he still had his arm in the sling, and as we see, he's back as Professor Hulk, and he isn't in the sling anymore. He's 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 healed. Why that is, we don't know. But for those of you who are unfamiliar with the She-Hulk character, She-Hulk is the uh, the cousin of Bruce Banner. Uh, Jennifer Walters, I believe, is the the correct name here. Uh, She-Hulk. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just trying to get my notes in order. Yes, Jennifer Walters. She is a she's a lawyer like Matthew Murdock, uh, who, unlike Bruce Banner with the Hulk. She kind of stays in her She-Hulk form for a lot of the time. Um, even one of the the silly, silly little ads like "Don't make me angry," you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Um, but Bruce Banner was in his regular form as well, right? I'm wondering if maybe I, I don't know. I really don't know because Shang Chi, I think, maybe takes place like a year after. Uh, after Endgame? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly, I, particularly sure when She-Hulk takes place. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's all a bit, a bit confusing to me. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure it's not like the... It's not as bad as X-Men with, with the different timelines and the... Oh, that's, that is so confusing. <laughs> but, but, uh, but I'm sure they'll straighten it out or, or maybe... Maybe there's other stuff going on here. But, but yeah, uh, I'm just a little confused for now. But I'm sure it's going to get... Sorted out. Skimming through a couple of these titles also, we're getting an Ironheart series, What If Season 2. I loved What If, so this should be really good. Jumping off of that, we're also getting a Marvel Zombies series. Uh, I don't know how well that will do, but apparently the the Marvel What If episode with the zombies got a big enough following, so maybe we'll see the continuation of that from this series. That would be interesting. Uh, Groot is getting his own TV series called I Am Groot. We're also getting a continuation of the X-Men 97 animated series. Now, I don't know about you, Andreas, but I love this series as a kid. Uh, I, that, that was my childhood right there, so I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited about, what was it, Freshman Year? Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Freshman Year, an animated Spider-Man series. Is that is that Tom Holland's universe? That we're seeing, it, they it, have what, what, they have not specified as to who it is. Okay, because we never saw like, I guess the because we we've seen it already twice with Toby and and uh, Andrew. Andrew Garfield, but we we didn't see Tom Holland's like, you know, becoming a Spider Man. I guess maybe, quite yet. Maybe but. they could reference that in the movie as to how he became Spider Man, uh, or, or or do flashback scenes. We're also getting an Echo series. Uh, and we're also getting Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan, uh, her abilities is similar to Mr. Fantastic where she can stretch out her body, but she can also enlarge herself and make herself giant, similar to like Ant-Man does. Um, she's supposed to be appearing in the, the, the Marvel's movie that's supposed to be Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and also Photon, uh, Monica Rambeau from the uh, WandaVision series. Uh, and then we also get a confirmation of Loki season two. A lot of this stuff we've already knew we were getting, but some of the ones that we didn't know we were getting was uh, Agatha Hartnett, House of Hartness, Marvel Zombies, uh, this X Men series, this Spider Man Freshman Year series. Um, what's what's Iron Heart? Iron Heart, if or I could. Who- 
Well, let me pull up some things here, because Ironheart is actually a Marvel character I am not too familiar with. But Ironheart, yeah. as we can see here, uh, according to the Gospel of uh, Resources, Wikipedia... Uh, Ironheart Riri Williams is a fictional superhero appearing in the Marvel American uh, the American comic books Marvel Comics. This character create, was created in 2016 by Brian Michael Bendis and artist Michael Dietado and later redesigned by Evie Ingwing and Kevin Limbranda. Dominic uh, Thrawn is is set to portray them in the Marvel Cinematic Universe show. Uh, she's supposed to make making her debut in Black Panther Wakanda Forever before going into the Disney Plus series. So, uh, Riri Williams is a 15-year-old engineering student and the daughter of, of, of the late Riri Williams Sr. Following her father's death, Riri lives with her mother, Ronnie, and her paternal aunt, Sharon, in Chicago. A certified super genius, she attends Massachusetts Institute of Technology of Scholarship. Working alone, Riri designs a suit of armor similar to the Iron Man armor using materials stolen from the campus. When campus security knocks on her door, she flees while wearing the suit. Uh, she's involved in the uh, Secret Empire story, uh, post Civil War, t- uh, Civil War Two, Iron Man twenty twenty. Uh, essentially, Riri Williams Ironheart takes up the mantle of of the Iron Man in in a sense. Yeah, uh, I'm doing some Google imaging and I see like a comic book of her and Miles Morales, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it, it does look like just a female take on on iron man and, and it, it seems younger like a like you said high school college-esque kid but. yes she is a pair uh set to debut in black panther wakanda forever and cool. i believe this could i i believe that they're making a lot of these younger heroes show up so they can eventually set up a young avengers movie so Ironheart, possibly Kid Loki, I think uh, Wiccan and Speed, which are Wanda's kids, Billy and Tommy. Uh, you know, we have the kid from the third Iron Man movie who Tony Stark gave a bunch of his shit to. Maybe Miles Morales, who knows? I do believe we're going to see Miles Morales. Maybe we could see a Miles Morales, some kind of after credit scene in, in the new Spider Man movie. Uh, there's a lot to go in here. Um,. Real quickly to end on this podcast, because we've been going on, I think, a little bit longer than we normally do, Ooh. but I don't know if you know about this, mm-hmm. but the we stated a little while ago that the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has now started filming, according to James Gunn, and there are some characters that could be uh, a certain character that could be coming to the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe very soon. And that character is the Silver Surfer. Whoa! What? Yes. Now, just really give, give me a minute uh, to pull this up uh, to try and find this guy, the actor in question, uh, t- uh, to play Silver Surfer. James Gunn had said that he recently put in. Uh, it says no. That is uh, that's February twenty twenty. I don't need that. I need more recent. Okay, so the actor's name is. I'm going to butcher his name here, and I'm very sorry. He is a black actor's name is Chukwudi Iwuji. God damn it! I'm sorry if I butchered that. But th- this gentleman is going to be playing. Uh, he's going to be playing. Uh, supposedly going to be playing. Uh, the Silver Surfer. Now he is in the picture with with along with James Gunn, Dave Bautista, uh, Chris Pratt, Zoe Zaldana, and many more of the cast from the Guardians films. Uh, Guardians film, but he apparently is going to be in this movie. Now he's been in movies such as 
uh, John Wick 2, uh, Daniel Isn't Real, Shine Your Eyes, Exam, Barry. He's also been in Do- the Doctor Who series, Wizards vs. Aliens, uh, The Split, uh, The Underground Railroad, Peacemaker. He hasn't been in Hollywood that long, but he is 47 years old. He was born in wow. Nigeria. He's a Nigerian-British actor. And James Gunn went along the lines of saying that he he gave this man... I'm going to say Chuck, I think, for, uh, for short. He gave Chuck the role of a very sought-after part in Hollywood. There's only one other character who we could think of in the MCU who would have anything to do with Cosmic for the Guardians of the Galaxy. What would you think about Silver Surfer potentially joining uh, this movie? If they do a Silver Surfer, because isn't Silver Surfer and Galactus? Don't, don't they have a history in the comics? I want to yes, see Galactus big bad in the MCU. Like, yes, yes, they do. Galactus it, it, it is the other character we're going to get to. It needs to happen. I mean, they're going to bring the X-Men in eventually. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, Kang is... Uh, I know Kang is set up to be the next big bad of, you know, like, like Thanos-type level. But it's gonna, it, well. First off, I, don't, I think it's gonna be really hard to pull that off. I mean, Thanos was just like this, this thing that was looming for a, a decade, <laughs> you know, like li- literally a decade in these movies. Um, so, to, for them to do that would, would be a would, would be interesting. But yeah, I, I, I'm excited if this is Silver Surfer because that would just bring a, a point more of doing of doing a, a, a good Galactus, you know, uh, in, introduction. Remember this, though. Mm-hmm. King was in charge of the Sacred Timeline. He allowed Thanos to get all the Infinity Stones and wipe out yeah. half of the universe. Yeah. We, I believe we're going to get a second season of Loki before Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, so we can really get a dive into where uh, Kang fits in all of this. Um, okay. okay. Galactus is the other character to get into while we uh, get to the closing part of this podcast. Silver Surfer and Galactus go do go hand in hand because Silver Surfer is the one who goes to scout the planets for Galactus to uh, to devour and eat, and he harnesses on energy. And Galactus could also play into the whole Celestials thing into the Eternals. Now, for those of you who haven't seen the Eternals, I won't go into it because uh, Vinny and I have not covered the Eternals yet. But from what I can say, uh, I would think Galactus is on the level of a Celestial. Uh, Going off of what they're doing, harboring uh, an energy from a planet, Galactus is the same thing. Um, Galactus is a character that not only could we have for just like, I don't even, because Andreas, you mentioned Thanos was just kind of lingering in the shadows for like over a decade. Mm-hmm. I think I think we need more of a villain that is present in the MCU and around for a long time that, that the bad, that the superheroes can't always beat. And I think Galactus is that big level bad in the future yeah yeah because i mean i don't know i don't know enough about kang i i I, in in, from the comics or whatnot but like when i think of like big bad like fantastic four silver surfer x-men it's it's galactus so um I, i really hope they bring that character in and do it justice and and make it this you know impossible villain that is going to need a team of like, you know, 10, 15 superheroes like we had in Endgame, you know, like, you know, eight, you know, six or eight years from now to to battle and, and to try so. to beat. I would think so too. Him and also guys like Dr. Doom as well, especially if he's uh, got God Doom, 
like where he pretty much has the powers of Odin. Like yeah, he he oh is he is a big level bad for many many years to come as well. But overall, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, we have a we had a lot to talk about. Uh, Andreas, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, my friend. You're always welcome. I'm glad you were able to work this in your schedule to come on with us. It's always fun to talk with you. And I know I I knew when we were like geeking out over the trailer just last night as we were recording this uh, that you had to come on and talk with us with, about this. Yes, I love the trailer. Um, I love this podcast. I watch it every well. Hopefully, mostly Thursday morning. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> With any scheduling conflicts that may come into play. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> he was here for a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I, I think I've listened to almost all of them. I, I don't oh, want to wow. quote all of them. But cause I think in the beginning, I, I, I joined a bit late in the, in the following. Uh, maybe, like... Uh, maybe after your fifth or sixth episode. So I'm not sure if I watched the, or listened to the earlier stuff, but always happy to come on and yeah, anything Spider-Man related, especially that trailer. I was happy to talk about and talk about, you know, theories and, and Easter eggs and all that fun stuff. So well, I'm sure this will not be the last time to have you on the podcast. I'm sure when Spider-Man gets closer, we'll have you back on. And when we see you, when you're over here, uh, back on our side of the country to, uh, see them, we're going to see the movie. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be a big old fucking fun time. So, Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. You can follow us here on Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod, where Andreas said, thanks, Vin. Scheduling conflicts, uh, any <laughs> any up-to-date stuff that you need to know, any breaking stuff. Uh, sometimes I have done uh, breaking stuff on my own on the Instagram page, just to give a bit of a holdover for the week. Uh, follow us on Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod. You can also follow us on Twitter at fanspeculation, all one word. Uh, also, we give updates and everything and giving you any talking about any latest news we're going to do in the podcast polls uh like who is the your favorite spider-man etc uh please be sure listening to us on your favorite uh podcast app whether it be spotify apple Podcasts, google play stitcher wherever you can find podcasts at where what do you what did you guys think of the spider-man no way home trailer let us know on social media give us a five-star review share with your friends let us know and just it's such a great time to be a fan of superheroes and Marvel comics and the MCU. It's, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And to David Cassidy, fuck you. If you think superhero movies are shit, you're a dickhead. <laughs> I saw that. That was, that was, yeah. yeah fuck he's, you. It's like, ah, they're shit. They fucking suck. They're making money. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 It, 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 the, the, I think he said like shitty scripts can be hidden by special effects or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, his shitty scripts. What is love? What is grief if not love persevering? One of the most beautiful and most brilliant lines yeah. I've ever heard. Came from yeah. a fucking superhero. Suck my Vision. Kid. Yeah, Vision. Vision. Paul Bettany. A brilliant, brilliant actor. Anyway, my rant is over. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. So, for Andreas Palacaros joining us, for Vinny Carini because he had to leave real quickly, <laughs> and for CJ Palmasano, thank you all so much for listening. See you next week. The gang gang bang! <laughs> <laughs>